Hello, you are watching Novella's great video series on theology of body. And in this video, we are dedicating ourselves to analyzing audience seven. I am one of your hosts, Jeremy Hausauter. And I'm Guillermo Moreno. Our other host. All right. So to dive into the seventh audience. So. JP2 begins by analyzing the consciousness of the body. So if I recall from before, Genesis 1, man discovers objective reality, or I shouldn't say man discovers. Um, we read about kind of the metaphysical objective reality about man. And in Genesis 2, we get the account of man's experience of that objective reality and the consciousness of the body is one way in which man through his experience through his subjectivity encounters objective reality so man is in the state of original solitude and this provides the ground the opportunity for man to encounter his metaphysical composition as being body and soul in genesis 2 we read that god takes dust he forms it and breathes into the nostrils his breath and so the breath of god is the principle the the spiritual principle which we normally call the soul. And so man is a body-soul unity. And man's self, this awareness of the body, leads to this self-knowledge of his uniqueness. You have this understanding of man's superiority over creation. And this leads to an insight about man being an in-soul being, that man is in-souled. In Yermo, right. did you have anything you'd like to add about body and soul? No, I don't. No? Okay. I guess now that I'm thinking about it, after I asked you that, I just thought this came in my head. One thing that we should do is give a quick definition of what is meant by soul. And I am partial to the definition that St. Thomas Aquinas gives in the Summa Theologiae when he says that the soul is the principle of life. So the soul is the principle by which the matter of the human body becomes animated, that becomes living. The soul is that principle by which a body is said to be living versus not living. All right, moving on. Then. Human activity. So man discovers his superiority through his consciousness of his body. And this superiority is revealed through his man's subjectivity. Man's subjectivity includes self-consciousness, self-knowledge. Man has self-knowledge and consciousness of his body. And man is by as a subject also has this term 
that we call self-determination, which we mentioned in the last, our video on the last audience as free will. And we'll talk a little bit more about self-determination in a moment. Now, an important thing to observe about the human body, which we also talked about in the last video, is that the human body has something peculiar and special to it, distinct from animals, from animalia. And that is the fact that it is a human body. The human body is special because it allows man to perform genuinely human activity. The structure of the human body allows man as a person to perform truly personal actions. And that's something unique to the human body and man. So a man then has a fundamental perception about his body as manifesting and expressing his personhood through human action. The body reveals our personhood when we act. And we can think about just something as simple as just think of like the act of love, right? When a man and a woman love each other, they give each other an affectionate kiss. And the action is a revealing of something deeply personal, right? The personhood of the man and woman is manifested. It's there in your face, demonstrating itself. Yermo, yeah, you all sleep yet? No, not yet. No, okay. no, but well, no, not even. But <laughs> I just want to incorporate facial expressions. Oh, yeah, that's the only thing that any any living creature can do to demonstrate what it is that we're experiencing, whether it is uh, joy, sadness, anger and so forth. Right. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. Mm -hmm. Think about like a dog. A dog can express a mood like sadness, sure. but the dog cannot genuinely express true human personal emotions. Like okay. Love and joy. Mm -hmm. As you said, that's a very good point. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's see here. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, man and woman are in the garden to Eden. And in the garden, God said, you can eat of from whatever trees you want, eat of the fruit, except this one tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That tree, you cannot eat the fruit of. And if you do, God warns, you will die. So with this command, man is introduced to a new term, that is death. Death is something that the first man has no familiarity with, right? Because he's created, he's hanging out with the animals, he and the first woman are hanging out, they're happy, they're joyful, because there's a helper fit for each other that they've discovered. 
And now you have this warning about death. And this death is a new to new dimension of this experience of original solitude. Again, original solitude is this idea, or I should say it's this experience of man's aloneness in the Garden of Eden. And when I say man, I mean all of humanity, male and female, being alone in the garden. And this aloneness is due to the fact that metaphysically, men and women are not members of animalia. There's that fundamental distinction between man and animal. Man cannot be defined strictly in terms of visible creation. So death then can only come to mean something that's totally antithetical to all of the experiences of the first man and first woman. It's something completely opposite, yet somehow mysterious and unknown because it's not familiar. And it also suggests then that man is dependent upon God for his existence. That is to say, man is susceptible to non-existence. Man is not the principle for his own subsistence. He's not the principle for his, his continuing into existence. And another element to this is that fact that since God said, you cannot eat of this fruit, and if you do, you will die, death is dependent now upon man's choice. Man has the ability to choose between life and death. That's actually a very biblical theme that you see all over the place in the Old Testament and the New Testament. There are many, many references to that. Uh, I guess just one thing I want to mention concerning this um, susceptibility to non-existence is that it really emphasizes the distinction between God and creation because God does not depend upon any other being for his own existence. God is his own existence. And everything else that God created depends upon God to continue being in existence. We are dependent upon God to continue existing. And that is part of the nature of being a created being. And we call that contingent. Right? We All creation is contingent being in that we depend upon another being for our existence and we're subject to changes. Yeah. Um, yeah, did you have any thoughts you wanted to add to further elaborations or anything? Not on man's dependence of God on existence. I think you thoroughly addressed that. What I want to highlight is that death is dependent upon man's choice, but that presupposes free will. Right. The absolute necessity of free will. We just really have to have that genuine choice to choose between good or evil for the choice to be authentic, for the act to be authentically human. Without that, there's either either coercion or 
um, I guess, some kind of manipulation or just a non-human act. Yeah. Which is disturbing, which is disturbing. Yeah. yeah. It's either you're forced, coerced, or you're essentially a pre-programmed robot. Or, or not a human or just an animal. Right. And that, in some respect, animals are like a robot, right? They're pre-programmed to do their thing. Okay. Yes. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah. No. So. Not saying robots and animals are the same thing, but there's a analogy. Yes, Jeremy. And I'm building off a topic that you and I have talked about previously and that we've definitely touched on our non-TOB podcast episodes. Oh, yeah? Which one in general are you referring to? Well, not generally. Specifically, freedom of religion. Different topic. Very different topic. Yeah. I think that was episode six. We talked about it a little bit, I believe. Is that right? Episode six or episode seven? I feel like we talked about it recently. Please be sure to check out our other uh, podcast episodes for more information on those topics, uh, like just freedom of religion, how we genuinely need that freedom of choice to authentically choose what is good. For the choice to be, and building off of this, for the choice to be authentically a human act. Yeah. And, yeah, I like what you said about that. In order for an action to be authentically human, it has to flow from the interiority of the human person. And that is done through a free will, which JP2 is going to use the term self-determination. And hence, yes. I changed the slide because yeah. you, you start talking about Oh, um, very rich material on our slide here. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And so this alternative between life and death appears as something that's unique to man. Animals, they don't have that. And it, this alternative then has an eschatological meaning. Eschatological meaning. Because it's something for that concerns the entirety of humanity and his body. Um, Yermo. Yes. Remember what eschatology means? It's the uh, not very accurately worded. Not very accurately. (laughs) I'm sure I could Uh, word it more accurately, but it's the study of the end times and i think a way to interpret that definition is what's the end theologically speaking yeah so eschatology as a theological discipline yes is about Topics of hell, purgatory, heaven, and death. The afterlife. Yeah, exactly. What happens yes. after this life? Yes. And so this alternative between life and death, whether you eat of the fruit of the tree of knowledge, good and evil, that has a meaning for the afterlife with this choice now between life and death. And this alternative 
JP2 observes, enters into the definition of man and is part of the experience of original solitude. So, man freely has this ability to choose between life and death. And as we said before, self-determination is one of those key elements of man's personhood, of man, man's subjectivity. Man has the authentic choice between good and evil. Right. We're not pre-programmed or predestined to go to heaven or go to hell. As or manipulated or forced to. Uh -huh. Right. Now, if you go to heaven or go to hell, it's going to be something that you chose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is a hard topic. I feel like Linda says we need to do a video on that. Maybe. Absolutely. All right. Do you have anything else you want to add concerning self-determination, Jeremy? Not considering self-determination. Okay. But building on this hard topic of, yeah, those of us who, it just whether we go to heaven or hell, it's our choice. Well, what do we do? What do we do? What comes to mind is, I, I want to say it's, Mark chapter one, verses 14 or 15, I confuse which one, where Christ's mission is, is in one sentence, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, repent and believe in the gospel. Yeah, that's a succinct response. Repent and believe. Yep, absolutely. Repent of your sins. Mm -hmm. Go get baptized if you haven't been baptized. Go to yes. confession if it's been a while. Become a oh. Catholic, so you can go to confession. And go to Mass on Sundays. Mass on Sundays, yep. Frequent the sacraments. All right. I guess with that, we have to say thank you for watching. If you've been enjoying our content, please consider supporting us by subscribing to our social media. In particular, we have YouTube, Rumble, other platforms. We have a podcast on Buzzsprout. It's also on Google Podcasts, and I don't, I don't remember how many other things. Um, if you want to help us out financially, you can become a Patreon and let's see, or do a PayPal donation. And let's see, if you've been enjoying our videos, and if you want early access to the rest of the series, so far as on Patreon and there's all the links right there for you to enjoy those nice videos. And please, yes, yes. And please keep us in your prayers, our mission, our ministry, and the message of the, uh, uh, the theology of the body. Right, right. All right. With that, I'm going to say goodbye. Bye, everyone. God bless.